Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. The Athletic. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Tuesday the 27th of February. I'm Tim Spears and on today's show... Everton's points penalty is reduced. But it's only half time because they have another charge that is yet to be heard. Newcastle look to turn the tides. Fifth round of the FA Cup is nosebleed territory for Newcastle United in recent times. And Real Madrid close in on another Galactico. Madrid have got another real fine player with years and years of service ahead of them. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Tim Spears. News and views coming up, but let's kick off with last night's results. Jared Bowen was West Ham's hat-trick hero as they beat Brentford 4-2 at the London Stadium. Bowen! History for Jared Bowen. After 16 career doubles, he's got a treble. Bowen scored twice in the opening seven minutes as the Hammers moved up to eighth and ended their winless drought in 2024 in style. Emerson scored their fourth, with struggling Brentford's goals coming from Neil Morpé and Johan Visser. In the FA Cup, non-league Maidstone United's run ended at the fifth round stage. George Elikobi's team were beaten 5-0 away at Coventry City. Worked out quite well, the effort was saved, the follow-up, the hat-trick. The Championship side are in the quarter-finals for the first time in 15 years. In Spain, Girona closed the gap on leaders Real Madrid to six points with a 3-0 win at home to Rea Vallecano. And over in Italy, Fiorentina leapfrogged Lazio into seventh by beating them 2-1. Meanwhile, Roma's rejuvenation continued as they beat Torino 3-2 with a Paolo Dybala hat-trick. Since sacking Jose Mourinho last month, they've won six games out of seven under new boss Daniele De Rossi and are up to sixth. Now, Everton may be without a league win since December the 16th, but they climbed the table by four points and two places last night, and they didn't even need Dominic Calvert-Lewin to rediscover his goal-scoring touch. The club's appeal against a 10-point deduction for breaching financial rules was partially successful, with an independent board reducing the punishment to six points. So, Everton are now 15th in the table, five points ahead of the relegation zone, dropping Nottingham Forest, themselves in the financial firing line for being a bit naughty, and Brentford closer to it. This story was broken on Monday by, who else? David Ornstein, and he joins us now. This feels like vindication for Everton, David. Is that how the club see it? Yeah, that's the exact sentiment coming out of Goodison Park. And they have termed this as satisfaction because they accepted the charge in terms of the fact that they had committed a breach of the profitability and sustainability regulations. But they were absolutely furious with the punishment that was handed down to them. And so once they announced that they would be appealing against it, It was all about trying to reduce that penalty. And on that front, they succeeded. There were nine arguments that they raised. Seven of them were rejected, but two of them were supported. The appeal board ruled that 
the original commission had committed two legal errors. One around the suggestion that Everton had not acted in good faith in their submission of financial accounts. Well, the appeal board said it was not something you should have been judging. That was not a question in the original case. And so there's no evidence to suggest that they did not act in good faith. And Everton will be pleased with that. And also that they didn't base their decision on some of the precedents that were out there, such as if a club goes into administration in the Premier League, that's nine points. Yet this was 10 points, the biggest punishment in Premier League history. And the commission felt that it was proportionate and appropriate to hand a six-point penalty. They described that as what they feel should be the minimum, but the right sanction in, in this case. And maybe that does set a precedent of sorts. They did feel a points penalty was merited because they decided that there has been a sporting advantage gained. But overall, Everton come out of this feeling justified in taking the case forward, but it's only half time because they have another charge that is yet to be heard. Well, indeed they do. Do we have any idea of when or what that could be? So first up, it seems we're going to get the Nottingham Forest charge. Everton's first case needed to be wrapped up and now it's going to be Nottingham Forest report suggests next week. That and Everton's second charge need to be pretty much done and dusted by the middle of April under Premier League rules. There's then appeals that can take place as well. And the Premier League have set a backstop date, an absolute cutoff of the 24th of May. That is five days after the Premier League season finishes. So it is conceivable that this may not be wrapped up until the Premier League has already finished. And we might not know until a few days later. That timescale is better than the past, but it is still not satisfactory to many and you can understand it with so much riding on this yet positions may be decided in lawyers chambers and courts of law yeah and it brings up the question of sporting integrity during the season here you know not just for Everton and Forest but the clubs around them as well so Luton woke up with Everton one point above them in 17th while they sit 18th by the afternoon, Everton were five points above them. Nottingham Forest are now the team above them and there is a, a gap there. However, Rob Edwards, their manager, came out and spoke and said that Luton have always been operating on a league table that does not include any points deductions. But there will be anxiety, no doubt, at Nottingham Forest, who themselves are in a spot of bother. There will be clubs who will be looking at this now, who got relegated uh, last season and saying, well, if this six-point deduction had come to Everton earlier, then we would have stayed in the Premier League. It does, in the eyes of many, undermine the integrity around the competition. You could take the integrity question even further and say that Manchester City were charged with 115 alleged breaches of the Premier League profitability and sustainability rules in February 2023, uh, their case still has not been heard. I'll explain why briefly. The Nottingham Forest and Everton breaches are deemed to be simple cases, whereas the Manchester City case is deemed to be complex. It spans nine years from 2009 to 2018. 
It is of a very different nature in terms of the allegations, which are that Manchester City inflated sponsorship deals artificially to help them comply with financial fair play rules. And it's going to be fought tooth and nail. We are under the understanding that it will be dealt with this year, 2024. Richard Masters, the Premier League chief executive, says that a date has been penciled in. He didn't tell us what it was. So we will have to hope for the good of everybody that that is dealt with sooner rather than later so that people can believe what they're seeing on the field of play. Thanks, David. You can get more on this subject on the Athletic Football Podcast when it's out later today. Also yesterday, The Athletic brought you news that Bayern Munich's Canadian left-back Alfonso Davis has reached a verbal agreement to join Real Madrid, either this summer or next year. Davis's contract expires in the summer of 2025, and there are two options on the table, either a free transfer next year or a cut-price transfer at the end of this season. But either way, Davis has his heart set on Madrid. Our German football writer, Rafa Honigstein, says it looks like more great business for Real Madrid. Losing Alfonso Davies to Real Madrid is a big blow to Bayern Munich. They couldn't quite agree a suitable salary with him, and that was one of the reasons why negotiations didn't go anywhere. But at the same time, there's absolutely no doubt that he is supremely talented, really quick, a converted winger, so has an eye for goal. And 23 has not even hit his prime yet. So huge, huge one for, for Real Madrid to get on relatively little money, depending on whether he is going to run down his contract or indeed Bayern will secure a fee for next summer. But there's no doubt that uh, Madrid have got another real fine player with years and years of service ahead of them. There are four Premier League clubs in FA Cup action tonight, all looking for a spot in the last eight. Luton Town hosts competition favourites Manchester City at Kenilworth Road. That's live on ITV1 at 8pm. Bournemouth are in awful form without a win in seven Premier League games and face a tricky tie at home to Championship leaders Leicester City. You can watch that on BBC iPlayer at 7.30pm. And the other game sees Newcastle travel to Blackburn in the Alan Shearer derby at Ewood Park. Rovers have only won one of 13 in the championship, dropping to 16th, just four points off the relegation zone, although they have drawn their last three under new boss John Eustace. Newcastle's form has been hit and miss in recent months, but we know they love a cup run up there, so maybe this will give them the momentum they need to turn their season around. Chris Woff is our Newcastle reporter, and he joins me now. Chris, I'm presuming Newcastle will be going full strength for this one. Without a shadow of a doubt, Newcastle are going to go full strength. This is an absolutely huge match in the context of the season and also really for Eddie Howe, given how the last couple of months have gone. I mean, going into the start of December, they were in a really good position, fighting on four fronts, and things have started to fall apart a little bit. The FA Cup is the last remaining thing really other than the league for them to try and fight for a European position but the, the FA Cup just makes everything feel like the season can be prolonged and there's something beyond maybe their struggles that, that, that they've had relative to last year so full strength Newcastle do have players starting to come back the in, it isn't the height of the injury crisis anymore but there are still question marks across the side there's still form issues and goals that they're conceding a just ludicrous number of goals by far and away the most since the start of December in the Premier League and so they do have some issues but at the same time going to championship side Blackburn fifth round of the FA Cup is nosebleed territory for Newcastle United in recent times but they need to try and get into that quarter final I mean we know the Geordies love a cup run as you say they're not too frequent in recent years but 
especially considering the poor league form, there must be real appetite for this one and to go deep into, into the competition. Very much so. I mean, the, the fact that they got to the Carabao Cup final last year, their first major final since 1999, that was huge. And, and they fell at the final hurdle. But the FA Cup feels like a real opportunity. They've had difficult draws in every other cup competition they've had. But the FA Cup has sort of breathed life into the second half of the season. They had Sunderland in a weird time derby, which felt like a huge game at the time. That gave them a bit of positive momentum going into the league campaign. They recovered a little bit, went to Fulham and weren't great, but managed to get a win at a Premier League side. To go to Blackburn and to potentially be in the last eight of this competition with more players hopefully coming back in the course of the next few weeks, it does feel like a real opportunity and it feels like something that Eddie Howe and the squad really do have to embrace, particularly after Saturday's performance at Arsenal, which Eddie Howe admitted really the first half was unacceptable and really didn't reflect at all how his side has been over the last two and a bit years. Cheers, Chris. And you can watch Blackburn v Newcastle in the FA Cup fifth round at 7.45pm on BBC One. Right, that's all for today's Daily Football Briefing. I've been Tim Spears. Your producers were Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman. And executive producer was Ian McIntosh. Michael Bailey will be back with you tomorrow. In the meantime, have a lovely day. The Athletic.